you are a Bill fan, we've got a treat in store for you. So celebrating the early days of the Bill, the Bill came out 36 years ago and Witness Statements is a book which features brand new interviews with 40 cast and crew about the making of the first three series and it includes the Surrey-based acting legend Larry Dan who is also in several carry-on films. I'll be talking to Larry and the author of the book just after one o'clock this afternoon. Really looking forward to that. Now, we will be talking to Larry Dan in the next hour of the programme. He's been in the Carry On films and he has also been for a long period of time playing Sergeant Alec Peters. He was in 227 episodes of the ITV series The Bill. And we'll talk to him about his memories as he joins the author of a brand new book which celebrates the early days of the bill. Keep your thoughts coming in. So, of course, we had, we've had other police dramas, haven't we? We've had Zed Cars, Dixon of Doc Green, but the bill, one of those long running dramas. And we'll hear tales from behind the scenes coming up in the next hour of the programme. Already people saying, bring back the bill. We love the bill. Well, we'll talk behind the scenes of the bill with one of the actors who starred in it, an illustrious career, including the Carry On films. And uh, we will be talking to Larry Dan and also to Oliver Crocker, who has written a book celebrating the early days of the bill. It's out next week. It's got brand new interviews with the cast and crew, all the gossip, all the backstage goings on of the bill. Talking about that in the next hour of the programme, maybe you have a favourite bill memory or a question that you would like to put to acting legend Larry Dan, who is, of course, in the bill. You can get in touch, 81333. Start your message with the word radio. So Sarah Gorrell with you through until two o'clock this afternoon. Let's talk the bill now. Now, we've had so many people saying, Linda among them, saying, I love the bill. I still watch it. And I hope that when the latest run of repeats finish, they will start from beginning again. I love to see some of the cast popping up in other soaps or even greater things. Loved Smithy. So watch that amazing NHS hospital drama, Holby City. I wish, she says, I would, that they would bring the bill back. Well, we're going to transport you to the time of the bill and bring you some wonderful memories this afternoon. We've established that there are still those among us, as we can see on the text and on the email, who are big Bill fans. And you'll be delighted to hear that a new book celebrating the early days of the Bill is out next week. It features brand new interviews with cast and crew about the early days of the series. I'm delighted to be joined this afternoon by acting legend Larry Dan, who lived in Sunbury. He's involved and is with me alongside the book's author, Oliver Crocker. Thank you both so much for joining us on the program this afternoon it's a real delight to have you with us let's start with you larry because you know before your illustrious career in the bill carry on films i'm terribly impressed by that i mean that must have been such fun oh it was it was great fun. i was very fortunate yeah it was great i did only did four of them but uh very similar to the bill i have to say in as much as you didn't rehearse you know (laughs) i mean they they threw them out so quickly i mean they did a film in four weeks which might sound a lot of time to you but it it isn't. To, to get 90 minutes of finished film uh, on the screen in, in that four weeks is ridiculous. And it's what we did in the bill, we, we rehearsed record. We didn't actually go into rooms and rehearse it and study it and da-da-da. I just went on, did it and forgot that and went on to do the next scene, you know. 
and I suppose in lots of ways it's not dissimilar to the bill and there's a kind of familiarity and a relating to the characters and knowing what we're getting. I mean, you were in the bill yeah. for a very long time and your character went through some real ups and downs. Yeah, I would imagine that as the, as the character goes through it, you, you kind of must almost get immersed in that storyline yourself. Real life and, and bill life must sort of cross over. Well, with the greatest respect, it, it, it doesn't really. You don't have time for that, you know. I mean, what what you have time for, what I had time for was uh, we had an area where the, the new scripts would be put, your scripts would go into an area, and you you go and get it, look at it, you think, oh, I hope I've got something nice to do in this one. And uh, when you got that, you you, 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 were, you were filled. But most of the time, you know, I was, I was stuck downstairs in the cell saying, right, son, you're nicked, empty your pockets type scenes, you know, uh, which is fine, you know, great company, a wonderful crew, I mean, it was a great time. We had a wonderful time and we were reasonably well paid, let's be honest. But as far as taking the, the thing home with me, I, I didn't do that. I, I've, I've never done that as an actor, no matter who I've been playing. I mean, my main life has been on the stage. That's why I love being on stage. Um, you can't take it home. You really can't take it home. I, I love the fact that, that still today, though, and these things never go away because people watch the repeats. They pop up all over the place on various channels. So people are still watching these episodes now. Let's talk to a man in the grip of an obsession, Oliver Crocker. I mean, you <laughs> like the bills so much that you have got witness statements talking about making the bill. Where did this start, Oliver? Where did you where did you stop being someone like the rest of us that just sort of watched and enjoyed to someone that got involved in all of this? Well, I grew up watching The Bill in the mid-90s with my mum and dad, and it was like the most exciting thing on television. You know, as a kid, the car chases and the action, that was what appealed to me. And then many years later, I discovered these early hour-long episodes from the first three years that I'd never seen because I was too young. And these were transmitted nine o'clock prime time, 12 part hour long drama series, and they hold up so well. So I started doing a podcast where I interviewed, I mean, Larry was one of the first legends to say yes, as was his colleague, John Arles, who played Mike Dashwood. And they were so generous with their support. And the memories just, there's so much gold dust, as you can imagine, <laughs> from making 200 odd episodes. And so I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice to expand this and interview some of the crew as well? And The Bill, these early episodes, The Bill was the very first OB drama shot on videotape in this country. Back then, when Zed Cars and Dixon, like you mentioned in the intro, you'd have the station would be in a studio set, in a television studio, and then you'd have location inserts on film. Well, The Bill broke the mould, and they shot it all on videotape, and they built themselves a real working police station in a warehouse in East London. So it changed the whole way television was made. And I've been very lucky to track down people who were not only there making it at the time, but we've got memories from the very first day filming ever on the bill when this OB crew, who would normally be filming horse racing or things like that, they weren't film cameramen. So they turned up late um, because they were stuck in traffic in London. So the director literally chucked the script away, his shooting script, and just told one of the cameramen to follow the actors. And out of this innovation you know because of necessity came that unique style the bill documentary style filming following the actors and a lot of one takes like five minute long takes so it's just been glorious to celebrate the making of these episodes and the careers of everyone involved 
Let's just bring Larry back in on this. I mean, when um, you were contacted, and come on, we've got to admit, Oliver, he's he's a man who knows probably more about the bill than the actors that were in it by the sound of things there. How did you feel when, when Oliver got, got in touch to, to get involved in this? Oh, I'm, I'm always happy to do that sort of thing. I, I, I go to conventions for people and that sort of thing. Oh, I, I was delighted, and especially when I, when I went to meet Oliver at, at his house at the time living in Twickenham, weren't you, Oliver? And, I was, um, yeah. He knew more about me than I did. <laughs> well, I grew up watching Larry in Sooty and Co. Larry played Mr. Dwayne in Sooty and Co., who was the funniest character who'd pop in, and then he'd have this amazing voice and complete departure from the bill, you know. And uh, so, and Larry being, you know, just a legend, we sat eating biscuits and had a lovely, a lovely time and a lunch and. I'm very lucky. That, that must, you know, so it, it does sound, Oliver, as if Larry was kind of one of your real heroes. So actually to come face to face, have a cup of tea and some biscuits. I mean, that must have been a great moment for you. Oh, yeah. And just as with all the cast, the most dance-worth, generous, kind people. And the bill really was a real family, particularly in these first 10 years, the, the golden years where they were being so innovative. I mean, Larry had a, had a storyline later called Chicken, where, you know, a young boy was hit by a train. And how does that affect someone who wasn't able to stop him? He tried and he couldn't do it. And it's just this shot where he had to pick up this lone shoe. I mean, it's powerful drama. I've got a shiver up my neck just recalling it now. And and actually, as Larry said, you know, powerful drama, but you had to do this, you know, very quickly and a quick turnaround of, of shooting these episodes. Yes, indeed. Uh, that, that chicken, that, that really stuck with me because that was basically my farewell episode. That was, that was in my character, Sergeant Peters, lost, lost his bottle. He didn't want to do it anymore. Didn't want to be a policeman anymore after what he'd seen. And, uh, oh, it was, it was brilliant. Was it, who wrote it? Was it uh, Chris? That was Julian Jones. Julian. Was it Julian? Yeah, I mean, oh, all our writers are just magic. See, see Oliver knows more about... Do you know what? I was just thinking we know who to phone on Phone a Friend if a, a Bill-related <laughs> question comes up on who wants to be a millionaire. And Larry, it's, it, I always wonder as well, when you're in, because you're in the Bill for a long time, and I always wonder when it comes to, you know, the, the character being written out of the series, is that something that is done with the actor saying, I've had enough, or does it work the other way around, where you suddenly hear, actually, you're not going to be in this for much longer? Uh, you, you get it both ways. You get it, but uh, actors have had enough, and uh, and others have said thank you very much. Uh, we don't need you anymore. So uh, I was a bit of both. To be honest, I was a bit of both because after I was only in it seven and a half years, something like that. After five years, I decided I'd, I had had enough. I wanted to go, I'd go and do other things. In fact, I'd been offered a, a lovely directing post uh, at the theatre in Canada, uh, and I went to do that, and I, I left. But they talked me back in, and I, I, I shouldn't have gone. I was greedy. I shouldn't have gone back in. And then it became, oh, well, and then eventually said, thank you very much, Larry, but, you know. So they wrote that chicken, basically, for me. And, uh, <laughs> and I suppose in lots of ways, you know, it's great, isn't it? Because we all know that acting can be a precarious profession and to have something long-running and regular on the go is brilliant. But then I suppose in lots of ways you have that whole typecasting thing where people see you as the absolutely. character that you've played for a long time. You've got it, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it, 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 it did... Uh, the bill did damage my uh, television appearances after that. Other actors get away with it, they go to one to another. It didn't happen for me. It didn't really worry me because I was, I was doing West End plays and things like that. But uh, I would like to have done, you know, guest appearances in, I don't know, Holby or something else. You know, it just, it, but it, it never came, sadly. There you go. 
I love what, the way that you you talk about Larry Oliver because it's true, isn't it? These um, characters that we watch on the telly as we're, we're growing up, they become sort of part of our life. And it's, 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 so to, to actually find out more and you've got the podcast and you've got the book, I think a lot of people, I was looking at the reaction on Twitter, a lot of people love that. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, Larry had a wonderful chemistry with the late, great Roger Leach, who uh, played Sergeant Tom Penny. And they actually wrote a couple of episodes together later on as well. And so it's a chance to celebrate people who are no longer with us. We recently lost Tony Scannell, who played Ted Roach so marvellously. And these guys are heroes. And so it's, it's a chance for me. Like, I, I, sadly, I never got the chance to interview Tony Scannell or, or Roger. But when I do get to interview Trudy Goodwin or, or Eric Richard and actually say thank you because it's been a big part of my growing up um, but but then to expand that further to the legends behind the scenes these very innovative program makers who threw away the rule book really and the way these dramas were made and the, the book reveals there was an actual strike midway through the filming of an episode and the episode had to be it was supposed to be the last episode of Series 1, The Chief Super's Party. Well, it moved to the end of Series 2, but they'd had a half-a-year gap in between. And Peter Ellis, who played Chief Super and Bennett Brown, had lost a lot of weight, so they had to pad him out for continuity because <laughs> he didn't look the same as he did in the first. And the reason why that strike happened is revealed in the book for the first ah, time. Ah, you've got it all there, all the back. All the back. And I just, I'm just trying to visualise you as a boy watching this with your parents and... You would never have imagined that that moment where you fell in love with a TV drama would lead to all of this. Oh, not not at all. And and it's but it's only thanks to the you know like Ben Payton who was in the show a lot later, and he grew up watching the bill as well. He was another person who very early on said, "Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll chat to you. I'll give you an hour of my time for free." And they've all been so supportive. And like now, Ashley Gunstock, who is Larry's colleague, who was also like Larry in the very first episode, an original cast member, his son is now a serving police officer in the Met. So he's literally followed his dad's <laughs> footsteps off screen and he's now on the front line. So it's great to just celebrate the work, not just of these fantastic creatives, but of the police in general. And it also charts what was going on for the police in the 80s. Uh, there was disputes about the miners' strike and uh, the newspaper as, uh, printing problems. So that's why they moved station, wasn't it, Larry? Because you had you couldn't actually get back. Move in the end. end. Yeah, because there were riots outside, literally outside the whopping where we were filming the, the studio we had. Down the bottom there was Murdoch's paper, and you know it was it was awful. We we had to go because the noise we couldn't couldn't cope with the noise outside in the street. You know. It's, in, it's it, so, so sort of crossing over with some of those events that were going on at the time. And what I'm quite intrigued about is like, you know, Oliver talks about following in father's footsteps by actually joining the police in real life. But I would imagine one of the hazards of this job is that when you play these characters, that quite often when you're out and about, people do mistake oh, yeah. you for a real life policeman. Oh, I had it quite a few times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did you ever get, get asked to carry out any police related duties while you were out and about? Yes, I did. I, I, there was one. I was, I was in filming out in Acton. I was, I was in a panda car on my own, and I was hidden around a street corner. And I, what I had to do on on the queue and on the radio, drive in and you know jump out and go into this cafe and arrest somebody. Um, while I was waiting, this woman came banging on the window. Quick, there's a woman in trouble on on the, on the station at, uh, at Acton Central or wherever where we were in there. I said, No, I'm not a policeman. Yes, you are. Go on, go on. <laughs> 
I bet when you talk to the cast, Oliver, lots of stories like that one. I've got a question here, say, from Linda and Pevensey, who says, I remember Sergeant Peters and wasn't director Steve McQueen on the bill? I don't, I've got no idea. You'd know this, Oliver. Well, Jeff, Jeff McQueen created uh, the bill. Um, so so Jeff was the, the first writer. He The bill started as a pilot in a series called Storyboard, which Thames made. They were one-off pilots. And Wooden Top was selected and and became the bill. Um, but yeah, a lot of the, uh, like Julian Mears, who was a floor manager, went on to produce Goodnight Sweetheart. And you know, the, the, a lot of the crew really earned their television stripes working on the bill. And they've got some fantastic anecdotes. Oh, well, so, some some great stories and um, memories and real insights here. Just tell us how we get the book and actually the podcast as well, how we can find out more about that. Yeah, well, the podcast, um, you know, the bill's massive in Australia. It's huge in Australia, the bill. Um, so that's enjoyed on SoundCloud. That's been played nearly 150,000 times. So there's interviews with 50 of the cast on there. You can listen to that for free. Uh, witness statements you can order now on Amazon. So it's been uh, published by Spiteful Puppet and Barnaby Eaton-Jones and Rob Hammond has done a fantastic job supporting me to make this happen. Um, so it's published today on the birthday and all the pre-orders have already sold out and they are being dispatched. On, they are on their way now. And yeah, you can order from the next batch from, from Amazon. It's called Witness Statements, Making the Bill Series 1 to 3. Well, it's a joy to talk to you both. Thank you both oh, so likewise. much. You've been you've been absolutely well, great guests. Mate. I, I was fascinated by it. Well done. Thank you both so much for joining us on the programme. Lovely guests for the lunchtime today.